Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Blog Talk Radio. Now the war is not over, victory 
for every man, woman, and child. Even Jesus got his crown in front of a crowd. They march with the torch, we gon' run with it now. Never look back, we done gone hundreds of miles. From dark roads, heroes, to become a hero. Facing the league of justice, his power was the people. Enemy is lethal, a king became regal. Saw the face of Jim Crow under a ball ego. The biggest weapon. It's to stay peaceful, we sing Our music is the cuts that we bleed through Somewhere in the dream we had an epiphany Now we right the wrongs in history No one can win the war individually It takes the wisdom of the elders and young people's energy Welcome to the story we call victory The coming of the Lord, my eyes have seen the glory One day, when the glory comes, it will be ours Wednesday night, it is 10.30, and if you are tuned in, you are listening to the As Cuban would say, the greatest neo soul show on the web, powered by xcbl.com. I go by the name T-Mitch, and Q-Man is in the building. He is just finding his way to his seat, and we are about to bring you 60 minutes of what he would call a neo-soulgasm. Uh, big shout out to everybody who is listening with us tonight. We have a great show in line for everybody, as you saw by the opening song. We are in Oscar mode, uh, as the Oscars were this past Sunday. It was, uh, you know, the biggest Sunday in, in Hollywood. And for those that did not watch the Oscars, we will bring you a list of the the winners and by default the losers. From this past Sunday, um, I got to catch the last little bit of the Oscars. As a matter of fact, this actually was not the brainchild of the Q-Man or myself, but our other partner in crime who is on the line with me, um, Sister Sweet. Thought it would be a good idea to talk about the Oscars, and it was her idea to play the, the lovely music from the Selma soundtrack. Ain't that right, Sister Sweet? Yeah. I didn't watch the Oscars either. <laughs> I admit it. Oh, I didn't watch the Oscars. You know what? I never do. I my my friends get on me about that because they're like, you're not in tune with pop 
culture. I'm like, you know what? I'm okay with that. Oh, I okay like with that. the Oscars. I like the Oscars because I think it's the only award show that we have that is without bias. I feel like it, it, it's just the movie, and we're only judging the movie based on how these actors and actresses portray these roles. Now, do I think that there, from time to time, there are some issues with some of the winners and with some some race related issues like we had when Denzel and Holly won, yes, but we are in a world where we're not we're never gonna get away from that. But I think at the end of the day, the bottom line when it comes down to it, it may be the only award show that we have that is is strictly based on the actor's performance. You know what? And I, I disagree with you, but I cannot disagree with you about based upon the fact that I've actually seen any of those movies because I never go to the movies. I didn't see any of those movies, right? <laughs> I haven't even seen Selma. However, I did see some statistics about who the board or whatever they call it that are judging the academy. who gets yeah, the academy. them. And the academy. You know what? And they're like, I, I, I might be like over-exaggerating, but it's probably like 90% white and like 99% men or something like that. So I cannot right. agree with you there. Because I don't think it's representative. What? So you do believe that there's a bias because the academy itself is ninety percent Caucasian and male? I I think so. I think. I mean, I I know what. Like I said, I cannot say that based upon what I've seen at the movies. However, Uh just from seeing the statistics, I'm like, how can this group of people? Yeah, we knew you were here, man. You don't gotta come yelling. (laughs) No need to to scream We already did the intro and everything You know, I told everybody you were in the building Just as we continue So you're talking about that That show of yours that you watch You know I I was just saying And I'll I'll stop I'm just going to say that the people that are are Actually giving out the awards And are determining who gets the awards are not representative of the movies, I think. Or if they are representative of the movies, then they are not representative of real life. So, that's all I can say about that. Q, you jumped in on a conversation where a comment I made, I said that I believe that the Academy Awards, the Oscars, might be the best award show of all the award shows because... It may be the only one we have where the winners are strictly based on their performance. Hmm. Now I do I do accept that the the academy itself and since this week I do agree with you, the academy itself is not a representation of the world. Um, that the majority of these movies come from are in our film then. I do agree with that. But I I don't I can't think of any one instance that Someone won an award that was not deserving of it. That they beat out okay. someone who was more deserving but came from a different ethnic background or racial group. Okay, I can, I, I'll give you that. I don't know. Like I said, I don't go to the movies. So I really don't know. Hmm. And I feel like that's what I don't go to the movies An actor and an actress that we've never seen before in a movie that we haven't seen before. And that's what I love about it. Just because we haven't seen it 
does not discredit that actor or actress's performance. Like Slumdog Millionaire winning a few years back. None of us went to see that movie. Not a one of us represented of America. See, but you saw that. That's funny. But that is a great movie. It didn't discredit the movie or the film, the fact that the majority of the people who go to movies did not see it. And that's the type of but thing that you know would affect what? the majority of the people that go to movies are the people that are voting. Which is the point. Because we're basing this award on their performance, not what the box office brought in, not how many people went to go see it. Because we are not, we have proven that we don't know how to choose anything good. <laughs> but I, I just don't want a group of white men determining what they think are great movies. I just say it. You can like slam me why? or whatever, but I'm like, you know what? But why? I but why? Outside because of outside outside of Tyler Perry Studios, a group of white people put out every movie we go see. That's not true. That is not true because you know what? I have people in the movie. I know people in the movie industry. I know a lot of great movies. Of course, I can't remember them now, but I know that there are people out there doing good stuff because I read it on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> But, no you know, like, the people that posted it on Facebook are great people that are, that are in the movie industry that are doing great work, and they never get recognized. Hmm. No comment. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to send a shout-out to... Um, one, I didn't. I you know what. This is my girl. I went to school with her. She's one of the few people I call friends. Um, the Ring. And you know what? I DVR'd it. I never watched Lifetime movies, but you know what? People loved it. Whatever. It's not an Oscar, even able to be an Oscar, an Oscar nominee. But I'm just saying that there are a lot of great black people out there doing a lot of great movies, and I'm just not sure that they get the same scrutiny as far as being eligible for awards that these white men... No, no white man is watching The Rain. No white man is watching that, you know? Mm-hmm. Court Emmy. No white man is watching that for Emmy. Wow. <laughs> I think I watched one Lifetime okay. movie on life. Before we get into the movies any further, Q jumped in and made the comment that he made because I strongly believe that going forward, the Neo Soul Show, I know this is a music show, but this show needs to open. You see, I turned the instrumental off. I need everybody to hear me say this. The show needs to open with some type of Empire recap or Empire talk. No, 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 That television show, and this is not a phrase I say often, so everybody oh. that knows me know I'm not, I'm not big on cliche, lingos and all that. Empire gives me life. Oh, God, come on. Can I just, that episode, can I just say this? That just, can I just say this? Yes. I love Empire. Can I just say this? This that my, I have two best friends, right? 
my best, one of my best friends actually did the business affairs things for this show. She signed all of them to that show. So shout out to Kim. I'm showing out anybody of all walks of life. If you and I have not spoken in years and you watch Empire, shout out to you. Shout out to everybody that is a part of the movement, not like you, man, who I don't know what he's fighting. I don't know what one man petition he's trying to get started. But I, for everybody that just watched that episode, I just want to say, down with Boo Boo Kitty. Oh my God! <laughs> you know, like I said, I, I, to I, I told other people. You know what I said to other people? I was like, you know what? I love a story. I used to love soap operas back in the day. I used to love soap operas, and this is a soap opera. It is a story. It is a story, and I don't care if you don't like the fact that it might not show us in the best light. But you know what? It is probably kind of true. Mm-hmm. I, I need to know why you don't like the show. Let that be what we talk about today. Why don't? Why are you not willing to give the show a shot? I just, I there, I will never watch that show. One because I know it's ghetto. Two, Terrence Howard is in it. That's two good enough reasons for me. Okay. I will say this, because I did make a comment last week about agreeing about Terrence Howard. Because Terrence Howard does have his moments where he does things that, you know, make me wish I would give it a different name. (laughs) But his portrayal of two characters that he's ever played, the Dirty Pimp from Memphis DJ in Hustle and Flow, and this very somewhat similar version of Lucius Lyon. If that mm. man in another life was not a rapper who sold drugs, I don't know what Terrence Howard was doing in another life. Mm. <laughs> and can I tell you, I don't know what the hell accent he was using in that movie, but you know what? I don't, I had never heard anybody in Memphis talk like that, ever. So, but it worked. It made, it made us all think everybody in Memphis looked like that. Exactly. That's the problem I got with Terrence Howard in that movie. But you know what? I like the movie. But Q, this show is not like Scandal. It's not something where you're you're drawn into it because of some forbidden love type thing or there's no Shonda White with the strong black woman who falls for that dopey, idiotic white person. A lot of strong black guys looking absolutely ridiculous. That that, that (laughs) is not there. And though I do agree with you that in some instances and pixels and perspectives, no, it is not the best portrayal of our people. But Mm -hmm. like Sister Sweet just said, it is probably the most realistic portrayal of our people on television today. They're not being buffoons for the sake of Sam Bowen and Conan just to get a, a, a viewer. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of, I said before, there are so many themes on that show that are so real to our community that I think that's why people are so drawn in. 
and they have emotionally invested in a different character. Everyone, I mean, you're emotionally invested in that one character. You watch mm-hmm. the rest of it just so you can get back to that one character. For all of the single parents and the women out there that, you know, these strong black women and they're looking for someone to follow, you know Taraji plays that character in every single thing she's ever been in. <laughs> so those, those mm-hmm. women tune in every week to see Cookie. And then you have those 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 men that they got their little get rich quick schemes and stuff and they want to get on they look at Lucius Lyon that way there are a thousand young African American males that probably want to come out the closet that won't and have emotionally invested in this Jamal character and you and I know about five or six little 17 year olds that think they can rap that really aren't that talented and the more you say they aren't talented the more they surprise you hmm and everybody has somebody in their life that they think is bipolar. There is a character for everyone to get emotionally invested in. Then you have the successful black guy that married the white girl. Yes, you got a little boy with dad sure, mom, you got a little boy with, with you got a little boy with mommy issues that's dating a cougar. Everything that we talk about in our community is in this show. The one thing that we all talk about the show about that really rarely gets talked about on the show is the drug influence. It's what? I'm sorry, you said it's drug the, influence? The whole, yeah, the drug influence. Everyone talks about it. The people oh. that don't watch Empire normally say they don't watch it because they don't want to see another version of Hustle and Flow. They don't want to see Terrence Howard again, you know, peddling whatever he did on the streets to make something of himself and Taraji being his down, you know, his, his, his ride or die chick. And, but we all know that that's the backdrop to the entire show. It's never talked about. But you know what? I wonder if... I do wonder, you know, you say the drug influence, and I it probably is. I don't know. I mean, I don't hang out at recording studios. But I wonder if it's... I mean, I like the show. I love the show. However, I don't want to really want to say that, you know, every um, black person that has a successful... Um, record company got it because of they got it because of they had money from a drug trade. Because I know plenty of rich folks that they never done drugs in their lives. Well, not doing drugs doesn't mean that you didn't you didn't get your label from drug money. No, I'm saying they they didn't get their, they didn't get their label from drug money. They got their label from. Working at a legitimate business, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Well, we know one hundred. There's never one hundred. We know there's never one hundred percent of everything. Anything. Like we're talking about. I just want to make sure that that's. That we don't talk about that because that's not true. Yeah, we can. We can all bet our ties that ninety percent of of hip hop labels that that came from they tell us. That they were on the street selling whatever they were selling just to get studio time. They tell us that. We only have to guess. But all that said, the show is very, very powerful. And whether Q likes it or not, I'm starting every show with I'm making some comment about the episode <laughs> that just went off. And the hashtag this week is this the type of song to make a man love a man. Period. I'm, I'm ending it with that. I didn't watch the episode. You go watch the episode. That was just it for me, and and you know, and I had to tell a friend of mine. She's like, "Are you gonna watch, you know, Empire?" I'm like, "No, I can't watch it right now." 
because, you know what, I don't watch anything real-time because I hate commercials. And then I got to I gotta listen to the Neil Soul Show. So when I hang out from here, I'm going to look at the show. Because this is our show. Did you? And, it, and I never watch anything. I, I really watch television, but I watch this, albeit three hours later. I have a feeling like it's gonna be one of those shows that it's gonna be one of those shows that we're gonna in another ten years we're still gonna be talking about it whether it's on the air or not it's gonna be one of those shows that we're we're gonna be talking about. Well, I hope not. Boo Kitty is like you know gonna be saying forever. Boo Kitty. I mean that too. Like that. I mean that. Like it's gonna be one of those shows that. Not like, kind of the way when Scandal first started. We thought Scandal was going to be one of those shows that took off like that, and then eventually it went left. Just like How to Get Away with Murder. Eventually it's going to go left, and it's going to lose our interest and take a stupid angle. This is going to be one of those shows that we are going to talk about. And it's not like Blackish and those other shows where we say that we need to tune in so we can show that we can have a primetime show so they can give us more shows. I think this is that show that we're going to be proud to say was on air. And it changed things. Proud to say, say it's on air. Boy. I'm going to say this before, before I get off the air and let you guys see what you do so well without me. I just want to say that this show, Empire, has gained uh, listen, whatever viewership every single week since it's been on. People are watching it every more and more every single week. And with that being said, I'm gonna let you guys do what you do. Thanks for letting me on. <laughs> I agree. No problem. <laughs> Go ahead, man. Say something before we before we move I, on. I, I don't even know what to say to that. I'm, you know, I have no comment. I feel like you can't deny, like like Jay Z said, men lie, women lie, numbers don't, and and there aren't too many television shows like Sister Sweet said, eight episodes in every single week, it grew. God, there's some there's something to be said about that. It's 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 a great story being told. You know, big shout out to Lee Daniels. For you know, executive producing and every everyone that's on that staff, and, and yes, I do say I think that, that it's a show to, to to be proud of again because I'm 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 the first person to say to you I won't watch something because I feel those characters are sandballing. I feel those characters are crazy. Right. I feel they're shocking and jocking. I'm the first to say that. And the fact that this show uses actual artists, so these people who are rapping, these people who are singing, they are actual real artists who are trying to make it in music, and they're acting on a show. These are not people that are just doing something and portraying some character. They're really telling it's almost as if they're telling their own story by acting as a different character. There's just dynamics of this show that I really get to show you a side of our people that we rarely get to see in television, because when we do get roles in television, we're not playing a role, but we're, we're, we're playing a different role to get a certain viewer to make a certain point so that we can get more shows. And I feel like this show is not doing that. This show is just trying to tell a story. A story that needs to be told. Hmm. Fascinating. 
and you may have to actually watch the episodes and you can be able to disagree with me because it's really hard for you to disagree with me and say, no, I won't watch it. And you've never watched the show. You don't even have nothing to base what you're not watching it on. Terrence Howard is in it. <laughs> Killing me, but you watched Iron Man. And I hated that he was in it. And they made sure to replace him quick. <laughs> he was the only what's one and on done you, person man? in that franchise. <laughs> so what's going on with you, man? How was, how was your week, man? Man, so, yeah, I mean, it is going okay, but... Like, I, I just have so much going on, and I just tend to lose track of things. So, I found out, I got the information for the um, the Black Book Fair Conference in Atlanta. And basically, uh-huh. it's a event where all of the, a large number of book clubs get together, and they buy books from authors. So, okay. I'm like, oh, hey, I'm, I'm going to, you know, so I get set and I'm, I'm sending off my money for the table. And I'm like, wait a minute, let me check the date on this. <laughs> and that's when I texted you in the morning, remember? Right, yeah. Yeah. And it was that sad. Q-Man was trying to, Q-Man was trying <laughs> to go sell books on a very, very important day in my, in my yeah. life. <laughs> so... My first thought All you was, had to do was ask, man. I, you could sell books at the reception. I would never do that. But my initial thought was... Um, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to do that. But my initial thought was, okay, if I go on Saturday and take the 6 a.m. out on Sunday... Uh, but then I thought about it. I said, that's too much. I'm not doing that. Because <laughs> anything could go wrong. Work. Right, and then yeah. you don't want to see me angry. <laughs> no, you're wrong. The 6 o'clock is back by 8.30 in the morning. But what if the 6 o'clock, what if something happens? I don't even want to have a conversation. <laughs> so that was my dilemma these last, these last 24 hours. Not really a dilemma. But I'm doing good, man. I can't complain. Trying to deal with this cold. I started to get sick, but luckily I have the immune system of a small dingo, so I was able to fight it off. Why do you always say that? You have the immune system of a, of a dingo. I do. So I'm able to fight the disease off, man, before it can really get me. You know, I felt a little bit of a sore throat and a little bit of a runny nose, and within a day, my incredible cell structure fought it off. Well, everything is good on this end. Everything is good <laughs> on this end. Um, uh, shout out to everybody who sent their, you know, text messages and their prayer in regards to my sister. My sister is doing amazingly well. Um, Surgery went well. She is in recovery, and she is doing absolutely amazing. So, me and That's my good. family, thank you to everybody for their um, their well wishes. And I had a really, really trying week, but a good week. So, um, shout out to everybody that makes a difference in my day and gives me a reason to smile. And 
I'm um, feeling a little sentimental, but <laughs> but you know I'm in a I'm in a good place. I'm in a good mood, and and we're gonna we're gonna continue to have a good show tonight. That's good. Well, tell me, Miss, did you did you get a chance to to catch the Grammys or what? Not Grammys, I'm sorry, the Oscars. And right, do you have an opinion um, on the Oscars? You know, I watched a little bit of it, and I couldn't wait to ask your opinion. So, on. they got that guy hosting it. I forget his name. Neil Patrick Harris. Are you going to call him Doogie Howser for those of us? That's what I was going to call him. Yeah. So, the woman comes up who had a son that had committed suicide. Right. She comes up and gets an award. Uh-huh. Now, her dress was unique uh-huh. in that it had large circular orbs all over it. Oh, Lord. Uh-huh. She comes up to get the award for, and remember, it was because her son had committed suicide. Correct. As she walks away, Neil Patrick Harris says, you got to have a lot of balls to wear a dress like that. <laughs> now, <laughs> I'm mad that I laughed. <laughs> so, my question to you is, people were outraged that he said this. You know how people are, man. So they, they were flipping that he said this. Mm-hmm. So, was it unfair, distasteful that he said this comment as the woman walked off. No. Okay. No. Here's, okay. here's my take on why it isn't. And I don't think it, it wasn't. Neil Patrick Harris, since coming out, has been an advocate for the, the LGBT community. And in the LGBT community, they take fashion very, very serious. And a lot of their statements about fashion to us sound offensive and abrasive and rude. And in their community, it's a compliment. So where mm-hmm. we hear it takes a lot of balls to wear an outfit like that, we think, oh my God, I <laughs> you say something like that. In the LGBT drag, all that on in their community, that's kind of mm-hmm. a compliment. That no matter how the outfit looks, if you feel beautiful in that, then you wear that. You rock that, and that all that matters is how you look at it. It should be the way we look at it, but clearly it's not. Mm-hmm. And and because I have been forced to watch a lot of programming about the LGBT community in dresses, I know that I've actually watched RuPaul's Drag Race where he was a a guest judge and. So I know for a fact that him making that comment was not to be rude, was not to be comical, but he actually meant what he said. It does take balls to wear that. <laughs> it's a ball to wear that. <laughs> well, he got a lot of flack for that. I guess you were saying, and, and deservedly so, but mm-hmm. do you think he cares? Probably not. And I guarantee you if Ellen can't host next year, I'll have him back. Hmm. Hmm, you might have a point. Out, out. 
I liked him as a host. I felt like he kept the show moving, kind of like Ellen does. You tell the right amount of jokes, and then you move on. I think he did that. Um, he never lingered a little too long. Um, I caught the last hour and a half of the Oscars, and I already said how I feel about the Oscars. I personally feel like it is the, the best representation of an award show we have in this country. Wow. Even movies that are not from the United States and actors and actresses that are not from the United States. Outside of the Screen Actors Guild, the Academy Awards are probably the most unbiased award show. And to anyone who says otherwise that you know African Americans aren't greatly represented in the winners, I, you know I, I can I can give you an argument for the ones that have won, the ones that haven't won, and why they haven't won, and, and things of that nature. But everyone is based on their performance. It always is. It's not the Academy's fault. It's not the Academy's fault if Denzel Washington wins an Academy Award because he played a criminal. It's not their fault. They didn't pick that role for him to play. And they didn't give it to him because he played a criminal. They gave it to him because he was masterful as a criminal. <laughs> and it's not the Academy's fault that every time Will Smith has an amazing award, he loses to someone who, who, who just really did do a better job in the movie that they were in. Wow. It ain't the Academy Awards' fault that Eddie Murphy has done one character, one character that was notable of being nominated. So you can't always blame the the Academy. And this is not a shot at the suite in the conversation that we had. I've been having this conversation with people for years. It's not mm-hmm. necessarily the Academy's fault for the movie and the role that they have to pick from. That That's just my point when I say it's the most unbiased. They are only choosing from the roles that they are presented with in a given year. Hmm. Unlike hmm. everything okay. else where the music is put out, they can pick and choose and, and, and you know, those different things can happen where you can get someone who may win because of an, an ethnicity or race background, how much money they generated, there are so many different factors that go into winning. But this is mainly just the performance that you put forward in that year. Hmm. Were you better yeah. than so-and-so? I do think that this hmm. year seems to be a little bit drier than other years because, um, Normally we have either a movie or an actor or actress um, of non-Caucasian descent that we feel is going to win a big award. So we watch hmm. in big numbers, and we didn't really have that right. this year because Selma, Selma was I I feel Selma was underrepresented, but mm-hmm. again. Not, not my call. I did see Selma. I don't know about everyone else who saw the movie. I did see Selma, and a lot of people will probably be upset with me for what I'm about to say, but I didn't see a movie that was worthy of an Academy Award nomination. I saw the movie, but I didn't see a movie that was worthy of an Academy Award nomination. Wow. It's my opinion. It does not mean that the movie was any less powerful. It doesn't mean that that the guy whose name I can't pronounce who played Martin Luther King didn't do a great job. I just don't so think you, he did a better job. Movie. Yes, I did, from beginning to end. Wow. Okay. And I can tell you again, like I said, folks may be upset with my comment, 
because of my descent and my ethnicity, I think I'm supposed I'm almost obligated to feel that Selma was a better movie than any other movie that was put out because of what it's it's about and and then in common and John Legend did this amazing song which did win an Academy Award. I'm supposed to just say that this is a great movie. It should have been nominated. It should have had 15,000 nominations. And everybody who was in the movie should have won. And that's just not my opinion. Wow. The young man, the young man that won best, the young man that won best leading actor that played Stephen Hawking in the theory of of everything did a phenomenal mm-hmm. job and was deserving of that award. Mm-hmm. And everyone else was nominated and won awards. Like again, just because we don't see the movie, but we feel the movie wasn't made mm-hmm. for us. I just I don't think that that should be a knock to the actresses, the actresses, the people who put that film out. What? Mm. You being real quiet? Did you see something? No, I didn't see it. Is there a particular reason that you did not see something? I don't go to the movies. I wait till I can see him at I'm home. I'm hearing that reason. <laughs> so you do know I'm not much of a... <laughs> you know, I don't like going out to the movies. I haven't been to the movies in a long time. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, you know, if I really want to see something, I get it. But... Most of the time, I just wait till it comes out and I can see it at home. My homebody. So, so then, first off, what what is your opinion of of the the Oscars or the Academy Awards? How do you feel about the show in and of itself? I mean, as a whole, not just this year, but as a whole. I don't care for it because I feel that instead of an Academy picking winners, I think that the normal everyday Joe that goes to see these movies should be picking winners. And I never quite understood what qualifies the members of the Academy to say what the best movies were. When you have people that are movie heads that go to the movies weekly or bi-weekly and can tell you the ins and outs of every movie, but yet they don't get a vote because they're not in the Academy. So, I think they're biased. Chris, if we want to jump back in, I must have said something that that, that <laughs> struck a nerve. Yeah, can you hear me? Mm-hmm. Yes, we can. Yeah, I'm I'm sorry. You know what? Hallie here. <laughs> she received that Academy Award God bless her. But I have a problem with the fact that the Academy was full of white men. And I didn't think that was her best work. I didn't think that was her best work. She should have gotten an Academy Award for or not. She maybe maybe she never should have gotten an Academy Award. However, I'm like I have a problem with the fact that she got an Academy Award because of the character that she played in that movie. So my, my my question to you, Sister Sweet, would be if the Academy was 90% African-American men, would they still not have picked her for playing that role in that movie? Probably not. 
because they did not want to see a black, a white man screwing her in a movie. That was a lot harder than screwing. So I'm like, you know what? Probably not. And I, I just never understood. I just, I have just never understood why she received that Academy Award. You know, I'm like glad Jack she did. God bless her, whatever. But you know what? I just never understood why she received that Academy Award. And that's why I think that. You know, having an academy that's full of white old men, you know, it's a problem. Mm-hmm. That's okay. all I need to say about if that. You guys, if you guys could nominate an African-American to be on the academy, outside of Sidney Poitier, who would you nominate? I would nominate, um, what's his name? I don't go to movies. What's his name? Denzel Washington. I would nominate. To um, be on the Academy, you would nominate Denzel Washington. I would nominate Denzel Washington. I would nominate um, Forrest Whitaker. Hmm. I would nominate somebody else. I can't. I don't go to the movies that often, but you know what? Back then, I used to go to the movies. And I was like, really? For that performance? I could see Forrest Okay, Whitaker. Q. Q, who, Q, okay, Forrest, Forrest Whitaker, Q agrees with it. So again, so outside yeah. of Poitier, we, I think we're all unanimous on that. He's a unanimous person that we would say should be on the, the, yeah. the should be a part of the academy. Forrest mm-hmm. Whitaker, I, I can, I can kind of agree with that. Denzel, I don't, I, I don't, you know. I love Denzel. <laughs> but you but know anybody, what? Anybody like anybody else said, I'm not, I'm not a movie goer. So I, I'm not the person to tell you who to be on well, the board. Really but I do know, even if I'm not on the academy, there should be more people of color. Sam Jackson. Sam Jackson, okay. Um, he's been in so many movies that I guess I can, mm-hmm. and across all the songs, I guess I could see Sam Jackson. Yeah. I would say Robert Townsend. I would say Robert Townsend. Hmm. Yeah. You know, maybe I can a, see that. Harry Belafonte. Like, if if, if you want, I was gonna say him. Academy. But you know what? But, but okay, let's go backwards. Okay. What is the academy? The the academy is not made up of award-winning or superstars or any of that. They're just people. Right. I don't know what the Academy is made up of. I really don't. It might be like the Grammys are made up of, or people that pay their dues and and some other stuff, and they get to vote. But when people that get to vote for the Oscars are 90% white, I got a problem with that. Even mm-hmm. if you don't have a, even if you don't have an award-winning movie, or if you're not a, 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 an Oscar-winning uh, person. It should not be ninety percent white. Mm-hmm. Because let me tell you, can you name? Okay, if you had a hundred people in there, can you name one hundred people that you think should be on the Oscar nominating committee? Sarah, a hundred? Could I name a hundred of them? Ninety? No, not ninety. If I would, if I could name ninety people that I should think that I think should be a part of the academy, if it's a hundred, could I name ninety 
if I didn't have a time period, yes. Even sadder than that, of those 90, 90% of them would be white. <laughs> okay, let's go back. All right. Are the movies that get played and, and whatever. But you know what? I'm, I'm going to tell you this. I love old movies. You know what I'm saying? I love old movies. I love old movies, and 90, 100% of them are all white. I love movies from the 40s. I love those movies, right? And I never see a black person in them unless you're amazed or something. But I love their movies. But you know what? It's 2000 and, what is it, 2015? You know what? At this point, are there really only, like, one half and one percent of people that have um, influence in Hollywood that have can be on the Academy, and if that's the case, then that's a problem. Well, no, it, it, I looked it up, and it says that the Academy Awards is made up of almost six thousand motion picture professionals, and it says that the current president of the Academy is an African American woman. So despite that's the fine. fact that it's ninety percent, Rhymes is the mom. I didn't but, get no problem with that. Shonda Rhimes no, is the mom. I wish I was Shonda Rhimes. And see, here we go. And that's 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 my thing. So Quash doesn't like Shonda Rhimes because of the characters that she puts out on television. And I think that that's part of my thing with even if there were more African Americans represented. It's never going to be equal, and it's not not going to be equal because they're not African Americans in the movie industry. But it's not going to be equal because they're not putting out what needs to be put out for them to have the credentials. But we, I, we, I, I the really three of us right that. here couldn't <laughs> name five people that we thought should be on the academy. But but I was thinking about when I when you asked that question. I was thinking about people that had actually had movies out that we recognized or whatever. But you know what? There are plenty of movies that are put out that never get to the theaters and um, never, you know, get the recognition that they deserve. But some of those those people that have white backers get to the Academy and they get voted on. You know what I'm saying? Hmm. But do we have that kind of power in Hollywood now? I don't know. I don't know. I don't think we do. I don't know. Yeah. yeah it's all about power. It's all about power. And so we don't have away from power in Hollywood that we should have based upon the so fact does it take that away, a lot of... Does it take away from any of the African Americans that have won Academy Awards? You look outside of Denzel Washington and Holly Berry. For the others that have won awards, does it take away from them the fact that they won, that a 90% Caucasian academy chose them over other Caucasians? Was that just a power thing? I think thing? it takes away from Holly Berry. I do not think that that, uh, that, that um, performance was worthy of an academy award. And I just hated that performance. I, really I agree. Did. I hated that I agree. I really did. I and, did not think that that was one of her best performances. And you I know don't what? know what it was, her performance. You know, <laughs> I can't at this moment because, you know, I'm older than all y'all. 
so I can't think of another performance that was. But you know what? I just did not think that she should have been. It just bothered me that I know what the Academy is made out of and that they chose the fact that she basically was screwed by this white man and 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 had a, a black man that was on death row and got killed and it wasn't even that great a performance. And she got an Academy Award for it. I really hate that. God bless Halle oh, Berry because I don't have a, I Q, don't have an Academy Q, Award. You never gonna get one. And Q, you agree that that was not one of her best performances that she should not have won. Not at all. And I tell you what, I also thought that it was a disservice to Denzel because the role he won for, he was great. And you may disagree, but I think he was a much better Malcolm X than he was the bad guy in Training Day. But he didn't win an award for Malcolm X. He won his award for being the dirty cop in Training Day. But I think what we what we keep missing is that the Academy Award is yearly. It's annual. So it's not taking into account your entire body of work. So it's not Holly Berry won for her portrayal of Monsters Ball, but probably shouldn't have because she was better in losing Isaiah and wasn't nominated. Or that Denzel shouldn't have got it for playing Alonzo Harris in Training Day because he was a better Malcolm X. It just means that that year, in that film, in that portrayal, no one was better. So, I mean, I'm sorry, Terry. And I'm not, really I'm not, I'm not disagreeing. I'm not disagreeing with that performance. If you watch every other movie that she was, if you watch every other movie that she was nominated against, no, yes, not every I do movie think her she portrayal was I'm better. saying every movie that year. Every other movie was was better than her. No, I think she was deserving of the award, and I'm not proud of the role that she played. I'm not. I was the first person to say that. Q and I had the conversation when she won the award. I wasn't proud of it, but I actually had seen every other movie for every other leading actress that was nominated against her, and she did outact them. Whether we like the role she played, she played or not, and no, it was not the best she ever played. She didn't do a horrible job. She did well in the role. She outacted in her role everybody else that was nominated against her. It's no different than the few people. And there are a pocket of people out there that believe that Jamie Foxx shouldn't have won an Academy Award for his portrayal of Ray because he wasn't really acting. He was just singing. There are people that believe that. I'm not one of them, but there are people that believe that. But was he better as Ray than some of them other guys that he was nominated against? My opinion, no. But he won the award. So why did he win the award? You are my honest opinion. I think he won the award because there was a movement behind him. And had he not won the award, I think that we would have rioted. We'd have, we'd have, we'd have destroyed the Academy that year. They're not stupid. <laughs> they are still people. <laughs> I think it's the same thing that happened with Octavia Spencer. Octavia Spencer was not even the star in her film. She wasn't even the best actor in her film and won an Academy Award. So again, it's not about the body of work. 
it is just about in that performance and that role you played, were you better than the other people that were nominated? And unfortunately, that year, Denzel was a better crooked person than any damn body else was at being good. <laughs> and Holly was better at that horrible role that she had to. If anything, that should really just speak volumes to the kind of actress that she is. She, she took a crap role in a crap movie. And if we ever talk about Monster Ball and in the annals of history, when they talk about Monster Ball, they're going to talk about Holly Berry in that movie. She see Sister Sweet didn't even, she didn't name Billy Ray. She didn't even say that it was Sean Combs that plays the husband that died on death row. But we're talking about Holly Berry. And that's why she won the award. She took I over the movie, no matter how we feel about it. Wow. Sorry about the movie, just because I, I, just, I just really hated that that's what she does. I think Kelly Bear is a, a good actress. I'm not sure if she's a great actress, but you know what? I'm not an actress, so I can't call anybody good or bad. But I don't think she was a great actress in that movie. And actually, I don't even know. I probably knew back in the day what other movies were out there at the same time. I don't know today. I really don't. But at that time, I do remember thinking, wow, she won that award. So we would have felt, so we would have felt better had Holly and Denzel not won that year. Maybe. I don't know. Like I said, I don't remember what movies were out that year. And back then, I used to go to the movies. I don't go to the movies now. So I don't know. And after, and because we didn't have, so to try to bring it all back before we get out of, without Selma being really represented this year, we kind of have to talk about old winners and losers because that movie was not greatly represented until I think Best Picture was probably that and the song Glory itself were probably the only major nominations that the movie got. So before we go, how do y'all feel about that? That the movie itself just wasn't represented. I feel bad because I don't go to the movies and I probably didn't support the movies that I should have. But even if I had gone to see the movies that I should have gone to see, they probably would not have ended up in the academies. Front mm-hmm. page, whatever you call it. Yeah, yeah. I I regret not seeing it actually, and I will. And I want to ask, uh, and I want to ask Terry Tobin, who's in the chat room, what she thinks. Yes, Terry. What do you? How do you feel about the movie not being greatly represented? Obviously, from a musical standpoint, we're all very, very glad that you know John Legend and, and Common. Won um, an Academy Award for Glory. Great, great produced song, and you know the movie is not forgotten for that reason. But um, I know I'm gonna I'm catch flack for the comment that I made. You know, since I'm the only one that on the air currently that has seen the movie, I didn't I didn't see a movie that if I was on the Academy I would have voted. Um, FYI, just just an FYI. In 1993, Malcolm X, played by Denzel Washington, did not win 
the winner actually was Al Pacino for Scent of a Woman. Just just for an FYI there. Now, I, I really, I I really love that movie, by the way. <laughs> I, okay, right. So it's like, it's like, I think, so Quash, you make I your point. Them, them, yes, I wasn't that's, really that's into that's a better like, portrayal. But yeah. that, I mean, I think sometimes we, we do have to look at the other movie that they were nominated against and the other actors. I mean, and maybe it's because we're not on the Academy and we're not Hollywood you know, professionals, like Sister Sweet said, we don't know what the criteria is that they use. We don't know what they go by. Like, I don't know. I didn't see Scent of a Woman. Me neither. But we could, argue, <laughs> we could argue the same point and say, well, who was better than Will Smith when he played Ali? And he didn't win. Mm, that's true. You know, we could, go, we, could, we, could, we could really sit and we could go a while and talk about the people who didn't. Win, but they seemed like every yeah. time they didn't win, they were going up against a, another well-deserving actor. Mm-hmm. T. Mitch, we're out of time. We are, man. I wish we had. I wish we had more time to talk about this because I'm, I know I'm going to catch it. I'm going to catch it on Facebook and, and text message for the comments that I made. But at least I'm, I'm somewhat. Like, I, I speak my mind, I speak my truth. I'm just out of bandwagon. I'm an American. I'm stuck of all of you there. Oh my God, there's a great movie about Martin Luther King. And 90% of you didn't even know there was a March on Selma. So before you come at me with some nonsense. <laughs> oh my God, you know what? That's so true. But you know what? Oh. I am so glad. We had, you know what? I hate that I kind of busted it in y'all show because, you know, I really didn't mean to. However. I'm glad I did because I enjoyed talking to you guys. I'm just saying. Mm. Hey, Q, 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 get us out of here before I say something else. Oh. T. Mitch picks another fight, and that's going to be that last comment. Just put it over the top. But at least he's honest. <laughs> T. Mitch is just sweet. Yeah, we'll be back next week when we will try to do better. And hey, like you said, some of y'all didn't even know there was a march on seven. Oh. For the rest of the XDL family, we will see you soon. We are out of here. Good night, everybody.